Blog Talk Radio.
All right. All right. Let me go on ahead and get the show started. <laughs> you was listening to Bring You Down from Fly Drexler. And uh, we're actually going to have Fly Drexler. Fly, me, ah, my tongue is all in the mouth. <laughs> we're going to have Fly Drexler, the guy who uh, performed that song, on this show two weeks from now. But uh, we're going, let me go on ahead and get ready to start this uh, the intro for this show. Uh, yeah, yeah, pardon me, I'm, I'm I'm all over the place. I need to be here though. <laughs> okay, you are now listening to Blacktopia presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth, with your hosts Bob the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston, and I'm your moderator, just some guy named Jay. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to assimilating black folks from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe is not hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian, but hey. We're going to put on a great show just as good as those people too So listen up Don't judge me Don't judge us Just because we're not you know, convicted felons or closet lesbians Or anything like that We're still going to do a show just, just as great as those people too <laughs> Tonight's main topic is helping at-risk teenage girls And what we can do for them as a community So that's the topic And, uh, and also joining us is our guest, prominent businesswoman Clarissa Byers, the owner and operator of Renewed Inspiration, an organization designed to help at-risk teenage girls step into womanhood. So uh, she's perfect for this topic. Bob the Country Clean Lady will put our guest in the hot seat, and after the interview, the guest will join us for uh, the, you know, the topic discussion. But before we get into all that, I just want to let everyone know, again, my tongue. And I guess I needed to talk, and I, I guess I could talk better if it wasn't in my mouth, too. <laughs> I want you all to join us at blacktopia.org, www.blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes, Amazon.com, and Blackberry World. No, you can't get it in the Google Play Store because, you know, reasons. But if you have an Android, you can go to Amazon.com and download it that way for your, for your Android. So, uh, or if you have an iPhone, you can go to iTunes. So that's how you, that's how you do that. Uh, pardon me for that. Okay. And um, all right, that's enough of that. I'll plug stuff later on in the show like I normally do. But let me go ahead and bring on the host and the guest. Robert the Country Queen Lady. What's up, Proper? How are you? You know, just doing the show. It's Tuesday. I know. Well, we can let Miss Clarissa know that she can relax and not be nervous. I will help her be as comfortable in her skin as her profession that she's in. So we will all be fine. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We make the guests feel comfortable, even though even though they can't see the questions <laughs> at a time. So, uh, so Miss Clarissa. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let's go on purpose of that. 
Yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah, we got we to keep you on your toes. All right, let's go ahead and bring on the, uh, I can't say the other co-host. I got to think of another way to say other. I got to get, I guess, get a thesaurus out. Get the flow cracking, get the flow cracking, bring on the butterfly. There you go. Hey, butterfly. Hey, butterfly. Hey, y'all. And it's not that you can't say, it's not that you can't say the other host. Just don't say the other one. We just say call it other. Oh, it's not the word other, it's the word one. Okay. Okay. Well, he did say that it's the large, what, largest colored show, so I mean. You I know what? Uh, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, this is the this biggest is colored day. show on earth. I'm going to leave herbal tea alone. I'm going to leave herbal tea alone. That's what's going to And before we get started, I do want to say something. This ain't got nothing to do with y'all, but I'm just going to bring it to y'all. So if and so it ever happens that at 9.05 I'm not on the line, text me. See if I'm okay, especially if I didn't tell you I wasn't going to be here. Just just text okay. the sister. Don't message me on uh, Facebook because my thing is on vibrate and silent, so I don't get messages all through the night. But, yeah, if I ain't here, text me, check on me, check on the sister and see if she all right. Don't just assume that she ain't want to do the show. That's first all. of all, oh, I, I, just don't know. I, I, don't, I think I don't got a regular number. I'm going to look and see if I got a regular number. I think all I got is a crap. I thought you was coming yeah, anyway. I was like, okay, she coming. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, period, like any, anytime. Because, you know, I, know. I take naps I for radio shows. I got a regular number. That's all I got is a Facebook show. Well, I'm going to send you a note. Yeah, because I don't think I have that. I don't think I have a regular one. I've never had one. I've always embossed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to be yeah. that. Okay. Yes. All right. I, Just I got you, Adrian. I got you. I'll remember that. It, it I'll happened remember. this week, not for this show, but another show, and then... People just assume a bit. I don't know what they assume, but wow. I didn't get on the show, so. We mean like our I, and you know whole I was show, and I'm, I'm just oh, you know I'm, I'm learning. I'm I learning. I sleep as usual. Oh, you know Lord. I take naps. Bring her on so we can get her nerves right. Yep. Bring her on so we can get her nerves yeah. right. Yeah. She's answering me on Facebook, so bring her on. Let's get her nerves right. All right. <laughs> Clarissa Byers. Hello. Hey. Hey. How you Thank doing, Carissa? I'm great. How are you? Thank you. Oh, thank you for being here. You know what? We're glad to have you. Uh, now, now, let me say this. Uh, let me tell you how it, how it goes down. Um, well, actually, before I tell you how it goes down, I want to say I had the pleasure of meeting Clarissa Byers, uh, I think two years ago, was at a Catch More Kids right. event. And um, and I'll also be seeing her again this weekend. Uh, we'll let her plug the event uh, uh, later on in the program. So I uh, definitely let everybody know about the event coming up this weekend for all the people in Charlotte. But uh, but let me just let you know how the show goes down. Barbara the Country Queen Lady will, and, and, you know, and the listeners too, Barbara the Country Queen Lady will sit you down and uh, interrogate you like a cop during the interrogation session. Interrogation nice session. At 9.35, at 9.35, we'll take calls. I know some of y'all press one early, so wait. So uh, we'll take calls around 9.35, uh, and, you know, we'll, they'll ask you some questions. Plus, we'll also get into our topics. At 10 o'clock, we take a break. We'll play some commercials, play another song. When we come back, we got the old church lady announcements. After the old church lady announcements, Adrian Charleston has 
a new butterfly flow. After that, we'll come back into our topic, plus we'll bring some more callers in. That's how we do the show. So are you ready, Miss Clarissa Byers? I am. All right. Barbara. (laughs) I got you. You all right. Let me introduce you to the (laughs) listeners. This is Clarissa Byers, you guys of renewed inspiration. And I'm going to say congrats, because everything I've read on your organization, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. The, the exposure, your diligence, and tenacity to provide stability for these at, the at-risk teens. I mean, I really want to say thank you. Um, no and then you were just saying that you were at a Catch More Kids event, because I was going to say, did you know that you, not only you, but Catch More Kids and Ladybug Society, um, that's Rochelle, that all of you guys are out there, um, and I'm hoping that it's with the purpose for each of you in your different sections of North Carolina to save the cradle of civilization, which truly is our young mothers, because that's where it all began. If we, As we can see now in society, if the mothers aren't raised or taught properly, it's going to fall down on the children, and then the ignorance just continues because nobody has that proper nurturing and, and information being given. So I'm hoping with all three of you out there that it's, it's a purpose for that. Now, my questions I'm going to ask you is going to go back and forth between you being an educator, because I'm really wanting to pick you on that information, as well as renew inspiration. My first question, when you were an educator, because we've had a lot of problems here in Virginia with um, a lot of risque activity between students and faculty. We're both saying that they can't help the reaction they have to one another. I know back in the day when I was in school, and I'm quite sure you, we had fine-looking, you know, male teachers, and there were nice-looking female ones, but they had boundaries. When you were an educator, did you set boundaries for the students that you dealt with abroad and in your classroom? The way you dress, did that affect or impact your interaction with these young people? Yes. um, I always try to set boundaries and be professional and dress professional as possible um, to, you know, set an example for them because I would – I actually, you know, had incidents where, um, well, one incident where a student, you know, would try to follow me, you know, after class and everything. But um, I did try to set, you know, an example for them and, you know, make sure um, my actions, you know, spoke through my um, attire that I had on. So I try to Mm -hmm. be professional. What is your opinion on these young teachers now that can't seem to separate that? It's even some older male ones as well, because the most recent incident we had before the kids got out of school was at a local Norfolk school. Um, a young lady ended up pregnant behind her um, English teacher. Um, he passed her based on that relationship. He with a wife and four children. I mean, for you, what do, what do you feel about these teachers who crossed that line? Should there be repercussions for what they've done other than just a slap on the wrist from the school board? Should there be legal repercussions for what they've done? Yes, I, I definitely think there should be um, legal repercussions. Um, they should be punished for um, the things they're doing to the teens because their their mindset is not even mature enough to handle that type of relationship and 
uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, and I definitely think they need to be exposed. Um, and even when I was in high school, I had an incident where one of my friends, she actually um, had an um, encounter with a teacher, and he was mm-hmm. exposed, and um, he ended up getting locked up. So I think it's very necessary that um, we um, take control of that and get exposure and get them, you know, locked up. Right, because, I mean, they, for the family of that man, he, his wife felt like, even though she knew he had committed wrong, that, I mean, they are talking about putting him in jail for at least five, six years. Um, She said he never had a record. Why couldn't they just give him restitution and, you know, parole him to his family? And my thing is this, especially with you having at-risk teens right now, my argument has always been you guys are the last line of defense for these kids. If home is not right, if the street is not right, some of them come to school for that breath of fresh air, even if it's to sit in your class. And even if they act kind of silly, they know you ain't going to put up with it, so they don't mind sitting around you because I have friends like that as well. You guys are like that last line of defense that they look up to to help, you know, put something positive back. And if you breach that trust, I consider you a pedophile myself because I dealt with one close to home being a parent. I, I I feel like myself that you've crossed the line, an invisible line. You have no business when I'm looking up to you to make things better, not worse. You know, so for the for the wife of that mm-hmm. gentleman, a lot of people left comments that she was even wrong to justify what he did. Because, again, he didn't take an oath to be a pedophile. He took an oath to be an educator. Yeah. You know, and, again, when you taught, in school, and I've seen a lot of parents put this up there that they attend all, a lot of their kids' events, and I know that's not true because I, not for my own children or other kids that I took care of, I never saw a lot of parents. I mean, the ratio of children to parents there was ridiculously low. When you taught, did you ever see black support especially of their children as far as programs, like the plays and all, graduation or, or you know, the ever-dreaded parent-teachers conference? Yeah, um, there was a, a low percentage of support um, amongst the, the black community when it came to extracurricular activities, um, the need. That's why I wanted to kind of um, start something myself to kind of build that support system um, to give them that support. So it was a lack of support um, that I saw, and that's been like about nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw you have a mission statement and a vision, which I'm I'm very proud of as I read daily because it's it's what's needed for these young people. But did somewhere in your own mind privately, did you ever blame the families of these young ladies for producing or causing the output that happened to these teens? Um some so I I would say I would blame some of the um, parents or the environment they were in uh, for lack of emotional nurturing that I see. Um, And as we stated before, lack of support um, and just some that's dealt with neglect can definitely say it it has something to do with their environment that they were in, that Mm -hmm. they're dealing with. 
as a family ever come back at you and gotten mad because you wanted to change the statistics in their child? No, I have never had any um, pushback by any parent. And that's amazing considering reading on some of the at-risk issues that you dealt with. So I'm, I'm glad that they're allowing you to, you know, reach in and try to make things better. And, I mean, I'm looking at, as you're saying, nine years back, starting Renewed Inspiration. I mean, even though you were an educator close to the failures of society and, and the system where mostly the black children were concerned, you know, most people who start organizations like this have a more personal reason, something more close to the home. Were you ever an at-risk teen yourself? Um, yes, I would say, um, and my thing is, um, I always believe that purpose is birth through pain. Um, mm-hmm. And so renewed inspiration was actually birth through pain. Um, as in my mission statement, um, helping at-risk, um, girls overcome environmental changes, academic and social. I've dealt with all three of um, those issues. Um, mm-hmm. And as growing up, I, I wasn't in the best of neighborhoods, um, but I was able to excel, you know, past my circumstances. And so that's why um, I have such a passion for helping mm-hmm. um, girls in, in impoverished neighborhoods um, to help them you know, succeed because I was able to do it. Um, right. And also with academic challenges, um, I was I made the I I had good grades and made the honor roll, but mm-hmm. you know I was just doing stuff to get by. And, and right. And I think if I had a you know somebody pushing me, you know I could have you know excelled even you know further and greater you know in my mm-hmm. academics. So that's and why he, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, mean, I agree to say, well, even with you saying that, you do realize even when I was in school, and this is going back 70, 80s, 90, when I graduated in 91, there were, and I was considered middle class, but even with my own pain in that, there were the children who were in the projects, lower level children who were smart as hell, you know, high IQ, but because of where they came from, it kept anybody from recognizing them as an individual and a force to be reckoned with that they feel like just because they made those grades in school that they will not excel further. Percent of those children for people making that bad decision and, and, and um, that bad view of them have become way better than the teachers and professors that they had. Because uh-huh. they saw That's that true. people treated them, they saw people treated them beneath the other students who were middle class. And so it gave them that boost to push themselves further regardless of what they went through. And like I said, researching and reading the stuff on you, I could see that determination that regardless of where you came from, it doesn't depict who you become. And we say that so many times, but unless you've dealt with it one-on-one, you really don't understand that statement. But it, it is really true. And, I mean, Nancy, you say what you said about your own personal self. I can see it reflected in how you treat that organization. It's not just lip service. You really are serious about pushing those young ladies to do better. But in your quest to do that, knowing that a lot of these girls battle demons within and, and in their surroundings, have you ever had any failed cases and how did it affect you? Um, 
Huh. Take your time. <laughs> um, trying to think of a failed case. Um, I'll say just one because I recently did. Um, I was trying to measure outcomes of how effective um, my program has been as far as my group counseling. Mm-hmm. And I use um, Rosenberg um, self-esteem scale. And mm-hmm. um, most of the girls in the program, they did well, um, you know, with the test. And then there was just one that had a real low score, and that, you know, really bothered me because, you know, she's a very intelligent person, smart, um, and just for her not to have that self-confidence and self-esteem at a higher level, it just really bothered me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's something that I'm, you know, trying to work on. And, I, you know, thinking I'm failing, you know, I actually failed when it came to her. Right. And, I mean, they, they did a recent study. I was looking at that, too, as I was researching that said, um, most of the kids in these organizations are at, at less than 45% of a turnout. And, I mean, I'm wanting to know from you, is that true? Because, I mean, I know saving these young ladies means more than just a number value to you. I mean, the, the child itself is way more important. So is that true that less than 45% of these young ladies actually have a good turnout? Um. Um, and see, right now, you know, it's it's hard to say because I'm dealing with a very small population of girls right now, so mm-hmm. it's very small, um, so it's kind of hard to, um, I guess, calculate the percentage with them, um, mm-hmm. but, but, I mean, it, from, you know, what I, who I'm dealing with, it's a small percentage, um. Okay. Okay, because they were saying, like, worldwide for all the organizations that deal with it, including the juvenile justice system, they're saying that less than 45% actually um, do a turnaround in their lives, that, you know, even though they went through the whole rigorous program with you guys, they still end Uh up a mother of nine or ten or in jail or on drugs or or whatever the case may be. And, I mean, I I just wanted to know your opinion on it, being someone who has an organization um, dealing with that, because I just, I mean, I want to not believe that's true. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think they're only going into a few um, suburbs or neighborhoods. They can't possibly be saying that's worldwide because, I mean, the way you guys are, are very rigorous at, at making these organizations work for these kids, that can't be true. I mean, I know you're not going to yeah. have everybody perfectly come out. Because, again, they have to uh-huh. go home to their hell. But, I mean, at yeah. least they have an option knowing that if I come back to Miss Clarissa, she can. You know, there's an option. Uh-huh. I'm not I'm not just stuck in hell. I, I have a, I have a family. See, so I mean, for them to say, I mean, I just had to ask you that because I, I didn't, I, mean, I didn't see very many people comment on that. A lot of folk just let it stand. But I mean, uh-huh. I, I just wanted to know your thought on that because that can't be possibly true. Can't yeah. be with you guys so determined at getting this done. Yeah, um, and with the and with my population of girls, all of them have made tremendous progress. Um, and I, I did a, um measurement on their, you know, grades and their GPA and all of them improve, you know, dramatically. So, 
I don't mm-hmm. think that's you know, true. Okay. And I saw that you still believe in something that very few people do, my sister's keeper. Explain why that concept is still important to you, to the listeners. Yeah, it's very important to, um, um, how can I say, um, be there, you know, to support um, your your sister or friend, um, you know, that's going through and, you know, kind of them in the area that they're weak in and you're strong in. I just believe that um, it's very imperative you know, for success. Okay. And, I mean, like you were saying before, I mean, I've seen a lot of teachers, but when you were one yourself, I know you saw a lot of harm and negativity, especially with the girls. Why didn't you take that platform like most of the current teachers have done and said, let it, you know, whatever happened to them happen, it's not your problem? Why did you not take that platform? Because you really didn't have a responsibility to them other than the seven or eight hours to teach them and and get them on to the next level. Why did you decide to to make that your niche? Um, And see, when I was an educator, um, I was like on a part-time, I wasn't really, um, I was like a substitute teacher and a tutor in an AVID program, so Mm -hmm. I wasn't you know, like a, you know, a regular teacher. Um, so I was kind of limiting what I could do. Mm-hmm. But that's when I, you know, it it kind of um, gave me that passion to create something on my own, you know, some things I saw that I couldn't even, you know, help with or do. Some kids right. were struggling and I wanted to help and I couldn't, you know, do anything. Or some, you know, I would sneak and give, you know, shoes to, you know. Mm-hmm. They really needed shoes, you know, so. Oh, you know, you y'all know, got reprimanded. Yeah, it's it's still that way because a lot of times with the kids I was taking care of, outside of mine are grown, but the ones I was taking care of, that was the situation. A lot of the young girls didn't know anything about personal hygiene, especially their period. Mm-hmm. Um, the, or the mothers, they knew about it, but the mother would only send them with one tampon or pad, some of they had to conserve, you know, all kind of crazy mess like that. And the teachers had to end up, which me and some other parents, got together and were going to Dollar Tree, buying these, you know, staples, putting it in their closet for them to have body wash, stuff like that. Ridiculous things that should have been taken Uh care of at home, you know. And then one or two of them we had to end up going to bat for because you guys are under a gag clause that say you ought to mind your business because the school doesn't want to be sued. And we had ended up going to bat, me and some other people, even got some of my clients involved, big money clients involved, to um, threaten Uh to sue because these two teachers were going to be reprimanded and fired because they took the girls home and a couple of the boys fed them at their homes because when they were sending them homes with a bag of food, again, things from Dollar Tree, I mean, anything helps. The mammies were eating the food from them or the mammy boyfriend, uh-huh. or, you know, whoever was coming around. And so they would, like, after school, feeding them quickly and then getting them back to the bus. And somebody went back and told. One of the parents went back and told, I say loosely, went back and told. And these ladies and the gentlemen were brought up on charges, you know. And, I, and I'm like, well, what are y'all supposed to do? Because back in the day, there were teachers that helped us, you know, get us where uh-huh. we were. 
They stepped in. Back in the day, that was the teacher's thing. They stepped in, reprimanded you, made sure you was on the straight and narrow, even though they had families of their own. I don't know how we got away from that. There's a difference between, again, being my savior and being my problem, you know, yeah. making it worse or, you know, just letting it go. And I think a lot of them have gotten lazy um, based on their tenure to not want to be a help. And, I, and like I told a few of the teachers at the parent teachers' conferences I attended, you're either going to be the person that stands between them or you're going to be the person facing down the gun or whatever they got or your car or your house going to be broken in. Take your pick. You want to pay more insurance yeah. or get them straight and get them going where they got to go and let them make their own decisions after they've made it past this threshold. Because now it doesn't seem like high school is the threshold where they make their errors. It's starting way back at elementary school now. Because uh-huh. these kids are getting that pain from the beginning. I'm quite sure some of the young ladies you've talked to have told you the pain is starting right at elementary level. It ain't even getting a chance to breed and grow. It's hitting them right at the belt. So yeah. it's kind of hard when you don't have somebody to support you. And it's a shame because there are a lot of black folk, I don't know if you realize, even now, dealing with renewed inspiration, there are a lot of black folk that don't want to see our young people excel. They really don't. They like seeing them in these statistically um, disadvantaged situations and have somebody to talk about. And I know you've seen people like that. How do you feel about that kind of behavior up against what you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, I mean, it's very um, discouraging because um, you would think they would just jump on board and be supportive um, of your vision and what you're trying to do and power. Um, but you always, you know, have those people that bring that negative energy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, try to, you know, bring what you're doing down, you know, even with criticism or, you know, why are you doing that? Why are you wasting your time? You know, it's no point, but it's it's definitely needed. It's definitely needed. And, I mean, without the help of your organization and others, how far do you think these young ladies would get in this society? Um. I don't think they would really uh, reach, you know, um, economic um, self-sufficiency if they don't have a good support system in place. And and that's one of my goals with Renewed Inspiration is, you know, being able to restore um, the motivation because a lot of them was motivated at one point but just got knocked down or lost their motivation and desire. Um, to excel and succeed, you know, based on, you know, environmental challenges or situations that occurred in their life, it kind of knocked them down. But, you know, I see the potential in in all of them to, you know, exceed and get that motivation back and that desire. And that's my goal is to shift their mindset to positive thinking. Mm -hmm. Well, for you, who was that person that encouraged you to push through? Um, I would definitely say my mother. Um, she has really inspired me over the years um, to overcome, you know, any obstacle that comes my way. Um, mm-hmm. She's always been, you know, um, inspirational and motivational, you know, with my organization. Anything she can do to support, mm-hmm. she's always there um, to support, you know, where, whether it's financially or, 
you know, just listening, you know, to me or whatever. And she's mm-hmm. always pushed me and my sister through the years. That's why we were able to excel and go to college. Even though, mm-hmm. you know, our circumstances, she, you know, worked two and three jobs at one point. Wow. Um, that's right, girl. Child. I know that feeling, yeah. that feeling honey. Yeah, so. <laughs> was there anybody outside of her that was non-family I'll, that that gave you that encouragement to move on? Yes. Um, another outlet that I had was basketball. And I had some great mentors, um, one of um uh, Ms. B, um, she was my middle school basketball coach, and we're still friends to this day. Mm-hmm. She has been very um, positive inspiration in my life over the years. Um, just always there. She's always pushed me, and she's still pushing me to this day. So she was definitely an outside source that kind of helped me tell, you know, my career and my advancement to where it is today. Mm-hmm. Well, through renewed inspiration, what do you hope to accomplish by the upcoming year for these young ladies? What's a major goal for all of them? Yes, a uh, major goal. Um, I definitely want all of them to. It's a few of them that I want them to get back in school and get you know their GED, um, enroll and, you know, excel and, and get their diploma. Um, and also, it, it's a, it's been heavy on me. I want to get this facility, a 24-hour facility, um, mm-hmm. where they can come when to have a peaceful escape from right. their environmental challenges, you know, things that that's going on. A lot of things happen at night mm-hmm. for them to have somewhere to come, you know, and so they can reduce you know, idle time, um, mm-hmm. you know, prevent drug use and, um, you know, reduce pregnancy rates and reduce alcohol consumption and, you know, just let mm-hmm. them run away and everything. That's my ultimate goal. Okay. Um, yeah. The state, the state of these young people now in this generation, before I give you over to the callers, what's your take on this generation of young people? Um, well, I think, you know, leaders um, have to adapt, you know, an approachable leadership style, um, also a transformational leadership style, um, you know, which I'm adapted to be able to identify change and um, be able to execute it through inspiration. Now, do you include that with, as they say, giving them privacy and space? Because I know for the young girls that you deal with, that was a no-no and a bad call for a lot of them. I mean, so what do you say about that, the personal space and, you know, giving them um, privacy? Because, I mean, I don't know, do you have any children? Because I didn't look that up. I was more concerned about the, the organization. Do you have any kids? No, I don't have any kids. Okay. Well, for these young ladies, what do you say about the privacy and the space issue? Because that, to me, that seems to be the biggest problem right there. Too much of that is where we have a lot of these problems as well. Yeah, um, I definitely, yeah. And like I was saying, I, I don't think 
you know, too much idle time is not good. And, and mm-hmm. there's, you know, and a lot of times, you know, sitting alone, I mean, you get depressed and, you know, start thinking about stuff and just get into all kind of things. And I don't think, you know, too much privacy is not good, in my opinion. Um, you definitely need an outlet, you know, to occupy your time. Okay. And, you know, that's what I try to do. That's why I try to get them outside of their element. All right. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your interview, and you did real good. Now you can have your calls, Jay. And see, you did fine. You didn't even get nervous. Yay. Oh, God. <laughs> I know I stumbled over. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of things to ask you. You know, being an educator, you did very good. Thank you. Oh yeah, well, we, 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 oh yeah, we'll definitely get back into that. Uh, Clarissa, I know some callers want to talk to you. Uh, now, if you're screaming from the phone, all you got to do is press one. If you're listening in from the link, all you got to do is give us a call at five one six. 387-1219 and press 1. We'll bring you on. We're talking to Clarissa Byers about renewed inspiration. And um, actually, before we even bring on the first caller, uh, Clarissa, can you plug the upcoming event on Saturday? Yes. Um, this Saturday, I will be having uh, my annual back-to-school event. Um, it will be held at 2921 Reed Avenue. It's right off of West Boulevard. Um, sort of near the library on West Boulevard. It'll be from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, we'll be passing out book bags with school supplies. Um, we'll have entertainment, um, game truck, bounce houses, food, free food, um, face painting. Um, and if any vendors want to come out and just market their business, you can definitely feel free to come out. Um and we're just trying to give back to the community. Oh, yes, oh, yes. And I want to let everybody else know, too, that Black Topia will be in the building doing some exclusive media coverage on the event, and uh, you'll be able to check that out on blacktopia.org and on YouTube. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, we'll be there live. I'll also do Facebook Live out there, too. And um, and also, uh, Clarissa, did you get a chance to get in touch with uh, uh, Natalie Daniel? I did. I did um, listen to her recording, but I told her I liked it, but I never heard back from her. So. Okay. Text because she has some songs for the. Did you hear the songs for the kids though? Did you hear those songs? Yeah, I heard the back to school song. Okay, good, good. That's perfect for this event. Um, I, 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 I'll reach out to myself. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I didn't say anything. Are you on the oh, okay. speakerphone, Jay? Jay. Uh, yeah, on Um. Yes, it sounds a little muffled yes. and garbled a little bit. Oh, okay, I'll fix that in a second. Um, I got I'll okay. get the headphones, but um, but in, yeah, in the meantime, while I'm looking for them, uh, yeah, 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 I'll get in touch with it for you, and um, we're gonna, we're gonna get that popping because she got to be out there too. <laughs> Okay, great. <laughs> Especially with that song. All right, let's go ahead and take the first caller. Caller in the 803-579, you're on the air. Who is this? Welcome back to the program. We're doing well. 
We're doing well. Just doing a show now. Now, Pearls, uh, um, hopefully, uh, you could if you if you could come out there to the event, that'd be great. You know, because uh, I'm gonna rock here and Oh, the event uh, is, is going to be off of West Boulevard. I'll send you the flyer if you like. Uh, it's going to be for the children. Um, renewed Inspiration is holding an event. Uh, back to school event. You know, okay. Renewed Inspiration works with teenage girls, yeah. at-risk teenage girls. And, uh, and I know you also work with at-risk teenage girls, too. So this is per- you're perfect for the yeah. topic. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing. Well, right now, um, all my girls graduated from high school. So most of them are going on to college, which is definitely a, a good thing. I'm proud of every last one of them. Um, can y'all hear me? Hello? Yes, ma'am, we can hear you. Yes, we can hear you. Yes, okay. we can hear you. Jay, fix your phone. Yeah, but yes, um, we hear you very well. Okay. We, we, um... Well, right now, I'm trying to do this by the end of the year. Um, We're trying to have the youth explosion I've been talking about for the last, like, year and a half. Um, There's going to be an open forum for kids, and we're going to actually do um, our Feed the Community Cookout incorporated with that. The open forum is basically, it's going to be a place for teens, for young adults, to get the information and to talk to people that really know what they're talking about because either they've been there you know, down and out with it, or somebody is there to help guide them. So it's going to be a lot going on. We're going to have um, STD testing there, um, trying to bring some of the mentors out, you know, just to get the kids to understand that this is real. You know, we have kids coming in out our clinic like, okay, they're taking injections and pills, and they're skipping out like they just came from the park. I mean, it's, it's, it's really ridiculous, and it's really scary at the same time. So, you know, we're trying to do as much as we can on on my end. Um, and I still keep in close con- in contact with a lot of the girls. So, you know, they all graduate high school and they're doing really well, getting ready to go to college. But like I told them, I need them to come back just for a minute and just let these younger girls know that they think they know everything and they just have no clue. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you for that, Pastor yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Who was that? Because I couldn't hear the name earlier because, again, Jay's phone was messed up, and he sounds like he's extra yelling, and I couldn't hear. Can you repeat your name and everything again so everybody can hear? Hold on one second. I can, I can fix that. No, it's not your phone. You're good. Yeah, let me find my headphones. Okay. Okay. Is that I'm perfect? so sorry about that's that. Can you hear me? Yes. Press True Diva. Calling us mm-hmm. Press True Diva. Uh, actually, uh, okay. they made you change it to your real name, didn't he? Uh, you're uh, you're uh, yeah. Miss Knowles. Lakeisha Knowles. Mm-hmm. Lakeisha Knowles, yeah. Making all mm-hmm. of us. I have government two pages names. now. They let me out of Facebook. They let me out of Facebook jail, so it's Lakeisha Knowles, and then I still have another Press True Diva page. But, um, you know, everything that we do and we're trying to do for the community, we have a real good. Um, for our work, we have we we test people for AIDS, you know for for STDs every day, and at this point, the the rate is alarming for a lot of these mm. young girls that's coming in here getting tested. And I had a couple of patients that have been there like twice in a month to be tested for the same thing oh. because they don't understand that uh, it is now a 
a resistant strand of gonorrhea in the states now. Mm. So it's like syphilis. We can't test. We can't um, treat for syphilis. And this thing coming over that is already here. We had a couple of cases of it already. We ain't, we're not going to be able to treat it because it's resistant to all medication right now. Hmm. So, you know, yeah. everybody just thinking that this is the thing to do. I had a young man in my office today. He said, um, I said, well, what school are you going to? Oh, I'm not going to school. I think I want to, you know, start my brand. I said, well, what you want to do? I said, well, he wants to start, you know, COVID. And I said, well, how are you going to start a business if you don't have what it takes to understand what an accountant is going to tell you about your money? Mm-hmm. How would you know what somebody is doing right yeah. now? How would you know what that means to sign on the dotted line if you can't even understand what you're reading? Right. And then he just looked at me. He was like, ma'am, you're right. Yeah. I said, I'm not taking that from you. I said, but you need to go to school, get the education, so nobody can turn around and tell you, oh, no, this is how they're supposed to do that they think you're stupid uh-huh. or they think that you don't know. You go to school and you get the education. But no, listen, I know what I'm doing. I just need some help over on this end while I handle this over on this end. So I encourage, you know, the kids to go to school and, and you know, do what they have to do because you don't want nobody looking over you, but they, they're really looking. They're not looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. And if mm-hmm. they know that you haven't had the education that you need, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, I can take a couple of here, a couple of dollars here, a couple of dollars here. And you won't miss it because you think, oh, I got all this money, but you're really missing something. You should be able to know and figure out, listen, that don't look right. Show me what you did, because that's not the figure that I got. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, definitely, Press True Diva, definitely thank you for uh, kicking that knowledge yes. and wisdom for us. Hey, lady. Uh, we, we, got, we, we actually have some more callers lined up. Um, I'd like to uh, bring you back on a little later, if you don't mind. Is that okay? Of course. Of course, of course. Oh, yeah, well, definitely. I'm going to just mute your mic temporarily because I want to bring you on because uh, it would be awesome if you can come out uh, on the on, on Saturday because of, of what you mm-hmm. all do. Um, okay. Yeah, so uh, so definitely thank you for that, Press True Diva. I'm going to just put you on mute, but I'm going to take you out with a clap, though. <laughs> oh, yes. All right, thank you. Let's go on ahead and uh, go to the next caller. Uh, and the, for the caller... Uh, if anybody's just back on the link and you were on the phone, you can call us back. Just press 1, and we'll bring you on. All right. Um, let's go to this caller in the uh, 704-303. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi. My name is Michelle Dow. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Michelle, how you doing? I'm sorry. Thank you for that applause. I just had to had to call in on behalf of Renewed Inspiration. Um, I've known Clarissa for at least 17 years, and I have watched Clarissa birth this project, and I've never, ever seen anyone so passionate about what they're doing. And I can also testify firsthand I have six grandchildren. And when I tell you Clarissa go beyond or above and beyond. She doesn't have any children like she stated earlier, but I have seen this girl go in her pocket and give her very last. 
Um, and I just want to let everybody know it takes finances to do what she's doing. She's doing it well. They have a donate button. Just click that button and be a blessing because a lot of things we don't want to do is give these things. But it takes money to give. So um, I just wanted to say I'm proud of her and she's doing a wonderful job. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She certainly is. She certainly is. Uh, Clarissa, is there anything you want to say, Michelle? Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. Um, That means a lot. You're welcome. I I cannot even tell the people how much of a blessing that you have been. And I I don't live in your community, but when I say you have been above and beyond for everybody I know, I have watched this project. Um, as a matter of fact, you just brought one of the girls to college this week, and everyone, please support, look at the website, and do all that you can to be a blessing. This young lady is going to definitely bless our youth. Oh, yeah. That's all I wanted to say, because I can go on and on about her. Y'all oh, be a blessing. Oh, yes. Michelle, before you go, definitely thank you for that, definitely. Uh, Michelle, before you go, Ashley, did you say her last name was Massey? No, my last name is Dowell. Da- oh, okay. I apologize. Uh, well, Michelle, uh, definitely, if you can, join us in the Blacktopia Facebook group, too. Um, um, if, you, if you can, uh, you know, we support each other, support black businesses, uh, and we also do this show every Tuesday night. I know you came because you're a su- uh, supporter of Renewed Inspiration and Clarissa Byers, but also hopefully you can support the Blacktopia movement as well by uh, joining the Facebook group, or if not, uh, you know, watching, listening to the show. Uh, we have great topics in the future. Well, you know what? I will definitely be looking into it. Clarissa has been my inspiration for a long time. Wherever she's going, I'm trying to go too. So um, I will get her to give me the information. I normally don't get online that much, but if it means that much and it gets people to come out and donate, I'm more than willing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I got to throw another hand clap on it for that. Definitely, and I, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting everyone myself out there at the event. I'm, I'm, you know, we're going to donate some stuff. We're going to have black, more Blacktopians out there supporting the cause. Uh, so definitely, and, and Michelle, thank you for the call and, and those great words for uh, Clarissa. You're welcome. I probably will have to work, but I made sure I gave a little donation. If you can't get there, send that money, and I love y'all. Yes, thank ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Okay, callers, um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get back into the topic. We're also going to ask Clarissa some more questions. Uh, uh, we're also going to have Press True Diva back on with us, too, to chop it up. Adrian Charleston has Butterfly Flow. When we come back from the break, I also have the Old Church Lady announcement. So uh, stick around. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston the Butterfly, and I'm just some guy named Jay the Moderator, and uh, we're going to play this song from Twicey. He's also a Blacktopian. Twicey. The song is called Head Up. And ladies, definitely keep your heads up. Keep moving, moving, moving 
I committed suicide in an inkwell. Poetry breathed life back into my soul. My words are my witnesses, written into existence. My pen leaves smoke trails of ink. As I write through the lines of this paper, the air filled with smoke, smelling only of my ink vapor. This is Tammy S. Thomas, and you just heard a poem called Ink's Heaven out of my new poetry book, Emotional Soul of a Poetess. And you can buy my book 
on Amazon.com. Greetings, everyone. My name is Nikki Brown, and I am the owner and founder of Circa 2009, a quality, all-natural powder company that meets all of your needs. You can find us online at www.circa2009.com. Hey there, my beautiful people. This is Andrian, your holistic health coach, coming at you from the global front. What if I told you only four ounces of this water for 30 days would lead you to longer, healthier hair, softer skin, more energy, better, stronger workouts, increased sex drive and stamina, come on now, easier weight loss to get you that sexier body, no more pain and stiffness, all while getting rid of any drugs or medication you're on, and it's all natural. It's all available without a prescription. Contact me for more information at andrian 65 at gmail.com. A-N-D-R-I-A-N-E-6-5 at gmail.com. Peace. Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, dun, Hit me dun, up. Dun. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me. I can call you. 937-287-0736. Or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com. Or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit front me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep them curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. All right. Welcome to the second half of Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston, the butterfly, and some guy named Jay, the, the moderator. All right. Now, this segment is called the Old Church Lady Announcements. So let me go on ahead and uh, get out the Old Church Lady Announcements. I want to make this uh, quick and painless right quick. So uh, so bear with me. 
It was quick and painless. You wouldn't have to bear with me, I guess, huh? Okay. Uh, just just a second. Just a second. It's not a race. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not a race. Uh, okay. We we may have to skip the old church lady announcements because I I cannot locate the document. No, we cannot do that though. We cannot because we have some sponsors that we have to. You know, we got to we got to do this. Okay. Here we go. This, okay, I already said that part. I'm going to make, okay, I already said that part too. Okay, let me just go straight to this one. If you own a business, have a product to sell, a website, or a service to provide, and you're looking for more exposure for the entire month of August, if you advertise your business with the Women of Power blog, that's the Women of Power blog, the website will donate 50% of its ad revenue to renewed inspiration to help at-risk teenage girls. That's right. If you advertise with the women of power, 50% of the ad revenue, not 10%, not 20%, 50% will be donated to renewed inspiration to help at-risk teenage girls. So if you want to advertise and want some of the money to go towards a great cause, advertise with the Women of Power blog and uh, and and after proceeds will go to renewed inspiration to help guide these teenage girls. You can contact the Women of Power at this email, contactwomenofpower at AOL.com. And that's contactwomenofpower. Contact is actually in the email, contactwomenofpower at AOL.com. Or you could also email blacktopiabusiness at gmail.com. Or you can also uh, inbox me if you if you want to get if you want to talk if you want to get the uh, the women of power and you don't know where to go just uh, just inbox me Jonathan Coleman in Facebook I know a lot of y'all are listening and uh, and I also want to throw this out there too if you advertise with Blacktopia for these next two weeks and you're listening from this let me know that you heard from this and that you and it's only for the Blacktopia advertising service. Not the Media Blast, not Southeast Hip Hop, just Blacktopia. If you advertise with Blacktopia, we'll also donate 50% of the ad revenue to renewed inspiration for the next two weeks. I say months, I meant to say weeks. Yeah, let me go on ahead and throw some uh, some hand claps on it for that too. Okay, the button jam, but it's all good. Uh, so we'll 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 be doing that. So uh, so definitely advertise your business. Get your product out there. Get your website out there. Uh, shoot, get your music out there. 50% of the proceeds. Or get your book out there. Anything you got, 50% of the proceeds from the Women of Power and Blacktopia will go to Renewed Inspirations. Let's throw some claps on it. Yes, yes. And uh, let me go on ahead and pass the mic to Adrian Charleston, the butterfly so she can grab the mic with her butterfly wings and uh, give us this butterfly flow. Hey, Jay. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I had to make sure I was on. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I got to make sure. I... <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, just stop. So not going to talk for you. Stop talking. I got a lot for okay. you, but I want you to stop talking and get yourself together because this is, this is yeah. We'll talk a lot off air later, but yeah, get yes, yourself ma'am. together. <laughs> Take my whooping like a man. Um, 
Thank you. Um, good evening, everyone. This is Adrian Charleston with Butterfly Flow, and tonight I'm doing things a little different due to everything that's been going on, and not just this past weekend, just in life and in the world and just period. Um, you know, people want to call it isms and pro this and anti that and have all these labels for what, you know, what is going on when the true word for everything is hate. Um, and I hate and I hate to speak about hate and I don't like to speak in negative terms. Um, but that's what it is. It's just deep seated, unadulterated hate that is going on in the world right now. And I just I just want you that are out there listening to I always implore people to take care of themselves and I ask you to take care of each other and to let the people that are close to you near and dear let let them know that you love them. Let them know that they are okay in your presence. Let them know that what's going on in the world may affect them but they are loved in their space. And sometimes if you know you're loved in your space, you are able to go out into the world and do what is needed and what is necessary and what is for you. And if you feel the need to to do whatever, and I'm not even going to make any suggestions because everybody's called for something different. Just ensure you do it in love and and not the hate that's out there. And I think it was um MLK only light can um Drive out dark and only love can drive out hate. And I'm going to implore you all to remember that this is pure hate. It has nothing to do with one individual. It has nothing to do with what they say they are standing for. It is just hate. And when people hate, that means that there's no room for love within them. So I'm asking you not to hate, to love, but you can still do work in your love. So... Yeah, I think that's it for tonight. This is Adrian Charleston with Butterfly Flow. And although the topic was hate, just remember to love and spread love and do everything that you decide to do in love, and it will all come out for the better for everyone. Thank you. Yeah! Adrian Charleston, thank you for that wonderful Butterfly Flow. Definitely didn't hate it. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So we definitely have to love and not hate. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Now let's so uh, we're going to go ahead and bring going on. <laughs> oh yes, enough of that. We had enough. All right, we got some more callers in the queue, but uh, just hold tight. Let's go ahead and bring back Barbara and our, our guest Clarissa Byers. Um, now. Uh, now, before we bring on the callers, I just want to say, uh, well, Clarissa, do you have any? Uh, well, I know you got a website, you know, because because uh, we're we're plugging it, but I want you to actually plug it. Any kind of websites and social media that you have, just let the people know. Yeah. So, um, my main website is um, www.renewedinspiration.org. Um, I also have. Um, Within that website, a blog spot, um, renewedinspiration.blogspot.com um, that I use. Um, and you can locate me off in Renewed Inspiration. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely check out all the websites. Join them on all the social media. Uh, make a donation. And also, you can go to the Women of Power. Uh, you know, check out that. Advertise, and, you know, 50% goes to Renewed Inspiration. So definitely take advantage of these. Uh, take advantage of that. Help, 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 the, help the community. You know, help, help these young women. And uh, also help, you know, the, the ecosystem in the black community as well. So, uh, so definitely do that. Listeners, all right. Caller, caller in the seven zero four nine six three. You're on the air. Hello, my name is uh, Cassandra Smith. I'm one of Clarissa's girls. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say like how Clarissa has made like a tremendous impact on my life. You know, with her group of questions and, like, the passions that she's had because I've come, like, from a rough background, and, you know, I having Clarissa as a supporter was really, like, a motivational push for me because, you know, I didn't have that. And then, like, now I'm in college and stuff, and I couldn't see my way at college, you know, before I met her, but she's just, you know, been, like, a real blessing to me. I'm just thankful uh, to have her, you know, as my mentor. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Thank you for sharing that wonderful testimonial, you know, uh, uh, for, for renewed inspiration. I'm glad she was able to touch your life, glad that she was able to help you. Uh, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm glad, you know, you went through the program and, 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 and got a lot of great things from it. Clarissa, is there anything you want to say to her? Oh, I'm a little emotional. <laughs> But um, I'm just so proud of her, um, her accomplishments, um, you know, her beating the odds and, you know, wanting to excel and be successful. So I'm just proud. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that she was able to call in too because sometimes, a lot of times people aren't don't see their work and see what's happened and see how they touch somebody else's life. So I'm glad you called in and was able to thank her. And I'm pretty sure you're still in touch with Clarissa, but I'm glad you called in to let it be publicly known all the work that she's doing and how it's helped you. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Did we lose Jay? Okay, I think we did. <laughs> so, how how is school for you, sir? Is this your first year in college right now? Yes, this is. I am a freshman. Oh, so you're just moving in and all that good stuff, right? Yes, this is the third day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Clarissa. Actually, she came up here and helped me move in. Oh wow! Yeah, that is so amazing. You still choked up over there, Clarissa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little. <laughs> yeah, my my, my mic dropped. I get I'm, it. I'm, 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 oh, there definitely. You. Thank you. For but yeah, I mean, it's it's good to see that, and it's great that you know, and that mm-hmm. you know, once they graduate, and you know, the girls graduate from high school, it's like you don't stop. Because you, right. like she said, you came and helped her move in, move in, and all the other good. That's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. 
you do realize you're still yeah. being an educator through renewed inspiration, don't you? All you did was change from a setting where you had rules and people to control you to now you set the standard yourself. See how yeah. nicely God yeah. did that for you? See how nicely God did that for you? He just stepped you right into Instead of you having to answer to somebody, you answer to yourself now. So you know, you know, you can't say, "Well, they stopped me from doing anything." No one can stop you other than yourself. Right. I just like how he nicely did that for you. You're still doing what you already were doing. You're just now doing it openly. You don't have boundaries on you, on how you can be able to, you know, help those children. And for the young lady right here, you know, congratulations. You know, see it out to the yes. end. You know, excel. Yes. Nothing, nothing Thank can you. stop. You. You're welcome. Thank you again. Thank you for, uh, for for giving that wonderful testimonial, Clarissa. You're doing a wonderful thing in the community. You're touching these women, and I, you know, I actually got to witness you, you know, do it at the at the Catch More Kids event. The, you know, the the girls love you. They they love what you're doing for them. Um, you know, just just definitely stay, stay doing what you do. And is there anything else you want to say? Uh, move on to the next call. I'm sorry. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, also, also want to say uh, you can also join the Blacktopia Facebook group too. Uh, you know, join us in, in Blacktopia. You know, tell your friends. Uh, we got a lot of great things going on as well. Uh, Blacktopia will be at the uh, upcoming event. You know, sponsored by Renewed Inspiration. So, uh, you know, it's, it's about us getting together. You know, uh, and 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 so yeah. Hopefully, you can join us in Blacktopia. When she not doing her studies, then you just hear her say she in school. This yeah. is something to add her curriculum. She needs to put on her education. Be quiet and go and do what you're doing to I the actually, next caller. Go ahead, baby. This, well, this, you know, my, my, my call dropped. I, I missed a lot. <laughs> what I heard was phenomenal, though. I think it did keep yeah. studying. Definitely, uh, definitely. Right. You're a black puppy in that heart. You know. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely, yes. yes definitely. <laughs> the party. Definitely. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Thank you for the call, Paula. Yes. All right. Clarissa, Let's go can ahead you and play? Take can you play? Hold on, before you get them. Can you place the young ladies, um, those that have graduated and moved on? You own Blacktopia, right? Are you on yeah. Blacktopia? Yes, ma'am. She's can you post uh-huh. that up there so everybody can see those young ladies' accomplishments that they've moved on? You know, with the organization. Yeah, if I can do that. Can you, can you, when you yeah. get a chance, I mean, I know you got a lot going on, but when you, like this young lady right here, what was her name again? Cassandra. Okay. Well, um, like for okay, <laughs> her and others, can you post up there a picture of them and that, you know, that they graduated high school and what college they're going to? Because, I mean, I'm quite sure somebody out there that may have attended that college, you see where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Somebody might have attended yeah, that yeah. college can reach out and either help them or, you know, send some type of toiletries or whatever they need. You know, to help them yeah. move along. You know, to keep that networking going. And, and Jay, not to be playing with us on Black Tokyo. The girl got to go to school. But in any event, I'm talking right. about yes. the needed things that she needs. You know, because books cost. And not, and not yeah. all scholarships cover some books. I know that from my son. So, you know, anything yeah. somebody out, out there can possibly do to help her, you know, yeah, post those young ladies up there so we all can see in case we in that okay. area. And I know yeah, you have a lot I, to do, but tomorrow would be uh-huh. a good day because it's Warm Wednesday, and that would mm-hmm. be good okay. to to help mm-hmm. support Warm Wednesday and stuff. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. 
Oh yeah, because I I have a um a tab on my website called Success Corner, um where mm-hmm. I post success stories. Kashanda is on there with her mm-hmm. picture and a few details, you know her. But okay. yeah, I'll well, definitely post that. Because yeah. uh-huh. you know everybody don't really go to it and look. But I mean, you know, if you can just do like sometimes they have the the, the spreadsheet oh, yeah. where you can show the photos. But yeah, just dig uh-huh. and let us know what colleges they're they're going to. So if they're in our area, you know, we can be able to send a care package. Every little bit help. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with you know getting some extras. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I'll definitely do that. That's right. White mm-hmm. folks do it for their cheering all night long. All night long. Right. I see it through my son. I see it at my husband's college where he at. Um, where he at cleaning and stuff, they do it all night long for these kids that don't even belong to them. So ain't nothing wrong with us doing it too. Dollar Tree is mm-hmm. a handy, handy for thing for everybody. Is is nothing wrong with hand extra things no matter where they come from. These are something that you don't run out of. That's how I was taught by Nana. Never run out. Always find bulk. Never run out of stuff. That's how. That's how you keep mm-hmm. it moving and safe. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, yeah, de- yeah, definitely do that, Clarissa. Like, like Adrian said, Warm Wednesday, you know, that's for, uh, not, you know, um, for charity stuff and all that as well. So, uh, and, and talking about positive things in our community. So that'd be a perfect uh, day. And I'm also going to make some posts tomorrow as well. And uh, also mm-hmm. going to post the flyers up again for the upcoming show. Uh, not show, upcoming, um, you know, event. I mean, event. charity uh, event. And like I said, Blacktopia okay. will be in the building for sure. All right, let's go ahead and take the rest of these calls. Caller right. in the caller in the five six two three three one. You're on the air. Who is this? Uh, this is a Saint John Huey. Saint hey, John, John Huey, how you doing? We got to post a plaque on it. Yeah, too late. You didn't talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There you, go, there you go. Don't worry about it. I don't need I'm I'm so good. I'm just getting over a fever, so uh, that's why I sound the way I sound. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I was listening to the young lady speak, um, and um, I applaud her for everything that she's doing, and and uh, I have a question for her, and then I have a few statements to make. Um, my question is, is there anything in our community, meaning the black community, um, that we can do from a political side Help your cause and help these other young ladies um, get to where it is they need to get. Um, from um, trying to think about that. Um, yeah, let me let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Uh-huh. Um, is there is it would it be more ben- would it be more beneficial if you had some more political aid, meaning that you had a uh, a local city council person or a, a mayor or or even a, a senator or somebody local rep your representative that was championing your cause. Yes, I think that would definitely um, be beneficial um, to my organization um, to kind of get the okay. word out. Someone that has more, you know. Authority and more recognition um, to kind of get the word out about my cause. I definitely think that definitely. would be um, beneficial. Okay. See now, 
this goes to my to my my point that that how I've made on numerous before is that we as black people need to participate, meaning that we need to vote. We can't go around saying that the system is not for us. It may, we may not have been a part of the system in, in, in the initial plan, but we're here. We ain't going nowhere. So either we go figure it out and take over one community at a time and work our way up because white people are not going to be in control of this country. And as long as we sit back and let other, other colors take over and do it in their community and we sit back and complain, we're not going to be able to help young sisters like this right here or other brothers and sisters that need our help. When we have the power, if we pull together and do the things that we need to do, if we did that, we wouldn't have number 45 in the office that we have now. And we need to look in the mirror and see what can we do. What we can do at our local school. What can we do at our, in our own town? I mean, you live in a, if you live in a black community and your your town is controlled by nothing but white people that have been elected, shame on you. Get your ass out there and vote them out and vote some people in and have your interest involved. If you're sitting back and all your doors complaining that, oh, we get arrested all the time or we're getting harassed all the time, okay, vote some people out. Meaning, well, this is what I mean. If you vote out the, the, the mayor and, and everybody else that, that elects the, the police department and you put in your own rules because this is what you do. When you are elected, you have these powers to do these things. You can but as long as you sit back and you say, oh, it's not for me, it's not for me, I'm not it's for white people only, then it's always going to be that way. You need to be a part of the solution. If you're not going to be a part of the solution, you're always going to be the result, the, the, the end result, the, the casualties. Stop being a part of being the casualty. Stop being the solution. Look, we are, we've gone through hell and back, and we're still standing. They're not going to knock us down, but why we got to keep getting back up? I'm tired of getting knocked down. I want to keep on walking. And I don't know about everybody else, and I'm sure everybody that's hearing my voice feel the same way. Nobody wants to get knocked down, even though we're strong enough to get back up. I'm tired of that. Oh, yeah. We need to stand oh, together. Yeah. You see somebody that's, that's wobbling, help that brother, help that sister out. Stop being the enemy yourself. Stop being the enemy so, I mean, I could keep going on, but that's it. You know, just, just go ahead, Jay. Oh, say, John Huey, make make that last point right quick, and I actually want to, I actually want to ask you a question, John Huey, and I'm going to uh, play devil's no, go advocate ahead, go right ahead, quick. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, okay. Go ahead. I'm, I had to. I, this is what this is actually what I was thinking. Um and uh and and it's, and, and and you know I, I don't I can't talk politics with you because I know you you can you can go way farther than I can you know we tried to have that conversation before <laughs> but uh but John he, I, I you know I love everything you say you know I really do but I just want to throw in something I want to throw in another way to look at it and, and oh yeah and what you said was spoken like a true politician too by the way <laughs> just, just you know that's but okay <laughs> but uh but I want to say this all right how about like not how about this question. How about not involved in politics, right? Like, what if black people? Because you know, like, like the politicians, it's, to me, it's all the same. They don't care about us either. How about we just get out of all of that? Just get out, unplugged from even the political system. And I know you. I know it's kind of hard to think about because we, we're looking at the, the at politics like this. It's just this entity that's wrapped around America and we just have to be in it, but we actually don't. If you think about it, uh, I don't believe we do. I don't, 
uh, like uh, like look at look at Indians, right? They live on reservations, and uh, you say that they don't give a fuck about what's going on in politics. I don't believe because they got their own thing. I was thinking perhaps maybe black people we should operate like that. We should probably just find some reservations or something and just kind of unplug from their stuff altogether and just like be like we ain't even a part of that. What what do you think about I, that? I have I'm, two I'm, things I'm, on that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I, here you here you go here you go Jay. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go easy on you and make it real simple. All right. Go easy if, on me, man. Cause you, you know want... I should be talking sometimes. Let's, go ahead. <laughs> If, if, if you want, okay, you want to live out on a reservation? Well, okay, we've done that. We've had Black Wall Street before, and what happened? They didn't like it, and they took it away from us. We've had multiple Black Wall Street, and what happened? They took it away from us. When Harlem was doing his renaissance, what happened? They took it away from us. So every time that we we do something and we're not a part of the system, we they can. Away from, from a legal point of view, they did it to the Indians. They took their land. They killed them all off. Genocide. They, you know, we, they they brought us over here and made us slaves. They killed the Indians off. So, okay, we're here now. The, okay, you go back to the Indians. The Indians um, are are pooling their interests, and they have and they're and they're and they're teaming up with with casinos. So they're 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 pulling themselves up. Financially, now it's a slow process, but that's what they're starting to do. Now, not all of all the communities are doing, but most of them are starting to do that. I see it more. I see a lot of that happening here in California, and so that's what that's what we don't have. We don't have that. Okay, then you go back to you don't want to. You, you say, well, if we completely divorce ourselves of, of the situation, well, here's a, here's a here's the thing that happens if we completely divorce ourselves of the political situation, then we have no say at all. If you think it's bad now, how is it going to be when you have no say at all? I mean, we're getting killed when we, when we comply. So just imagine when we don't say nothing at all, when we don't have – there's no, there's no anything. I mean, we can't go somewhere and, and make it great for us in this country without – other people want to take it away from us unless we are in a position where they can't take it away. And I don't mean from a from a physical one where we're from strength that way because that doesn't necessarily work all the time. Sometimes you need the power of the pen, and then you need the you need the power from green. And you don't have those two things in this country. You don't have squat. And right now we don't have the power of the pen because we refuse to participate. And I'm not saying that the president. I'm talking about at your local. Take over your school. You want a better education for your school? Take over the school board. Take over the, the school district. Take over your town. Little by little, if you live in an all-black community, it should be all black. Your your everything should be. You should be have elected officials should be all black. And the next thing you know, you can you can have a police department that looks like you. So you don't have the harass. And if you start having harass. Vote the kids out and say, look, we need to change the bylaws to make these things different. We need to have more more transparency and when you do these arrests. Why are you arresting young boys sisters? What is up with that? So it, it would be great if we could just divorce ourselves from the situation, but I'm I'm sorry. We are we are Americans now, and I'm not going but being pushed out. When I leave this country, it's because I want to leave this country. You know, and it is what it is. But I understand what you're saying, Jay, and I, and I wish we could do that. But if we really want to make change, and we can make it. We do it one 
Tupac said this. You know, I'm not a conspiracy person, but the brother would still be alive if he didn't become conscious. The brother would still be alive if he didn't become conscious. Look, that's what we need. We need smart individuals to step up and stop worrying about the bling bling and worry about what's going between the ears. I went last was my last thing, and I'm gonna let you guys go. One more point. So I just went to Detroit for the Olympics, and as I was there, I went to the African American um, Museum when I was there, and it was the most powerful thing I ever experienced in my life. It was, it was, it it changed me, dude. I'm telling you, if you could teach your show your kids and show every African American person in this country what what we actually went through. And 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 in, and put it in them, put it in their soul. We we'd be so much better off. Look at the Jewish people, how they how they teach their kids from day one about the Holocaust, and this is never gonna mm-hmm. happen. We don't do that. We need to do that. We feel like we've accomplished something. We've been we were slaves for four hundred years. We haven't accomplished diddly squat. Not in this country. Now over in Africa. And over down in where they were free and all that, we have done daily squats, and we don't realize what they did to us. And we need to, we need to, it was the most powerful thing to have hundreds of, imagine you lying on your side and somebody's right next to you, and you can't lean one way or the other, and you chain that way. And if somebody throws up or if somebody goes to the bathroom, that's, it is what it is, right then and there. You can't move. You, you can barely sit up. If you sit up, you're going to bump your head. Imagine doing that on a boat. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Worry Which, about and complain about? Come on. Oh, yeah. John Huey, definitely thank you for the call. You said you dropped a lot of gems. You know, I definitely had to play devil's advocate with you because, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron. You know, it can't, you know, sometimes if you hear like a different, you, slightly different viewpoint, you know, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> that's how we both grow. I, I learned some things. I like to love, think man. I added something love. to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. John, I got to have you back it's on the show. Love. You always got some great things. Oh, yes, it's all love. We got to have you back, man. There's, there's some other things I want to discuss. I actually have two follow-up questions, but I got I to gotta save it. We got to move to the next callers because uh, cause I, I definitely want to pick. I definitely have some things I want to say about the, uh, you know, about the whole thing about trying to. Have me on, man. Have me on. Definitely. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it offline. Again, John Huey, thanks for that. And I'm going uh, I'm to I'm take you out with some claps. Definitely. All right, let's move on to the next caller. Caller in the 586-464. You're on the air. Who is this? Walter Perry Lee. Walter Perry Lee, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty and I'm good, enjo- man. I- yeah, I'm enjoying this, too. You're enjoying it? What part are you enjoying, sir? What you guys were saying about the black community. Yes, sir. And everything. Well, oh, before you, definitely, before you get into that, I just want to say we have our guest, Clarissa Byers, on with Renewed Inspiration. She helps teenage girls, at-risk teenage girls, with her, uh, with her organization. Is there any question you would like to ask her or anything you'd like to say to her uh, before we, uh, you know, get more into yeah. the topic? Yes. I, I want to tell you, you, you got my support on Thank what you're you. doing. Thank you. 
And I want to know if it's for teenagers, for young boys and men too. I'm sorry. I was saying that you know, um, you got my support, and I was saying that's also for young men and young boys too, right? Um, right now, I'm only targeting young women, but I eventually um, plan to expand and cater to men as well, young boys. Okay. All right, because uh, like I said, you know, because um, I've been there, and I, I've been there before about what my future was going to be, too. And, and you know, because when I was in school, I had a lot of things I wanted to do when I got out, you know, working. That was my main goal to make money and and, and trying to go to uh, local colleges and stuff and trying to make something out of myself and and like I was saying about like that other part you were say was talking about um the Black Wall Street I mean in a way I wish they could bring that back because I you know that was kind of like I said you know I hear it all the time that you know you know we always want to have our own businesses and and everything else. And and every time there's always the blame game. They always want to take it away from us and everything else. And it's not. I mean, you gotta always hang in there to do to do it right. You know, if you want to get up there, because that's like me. I'm setting up my own business too. Yes, yes. And that's why I'm. You know, like I say, you know. I mean. I mean, that's kind of like, uh, to me, you know, I mean, I had, there was this uh, talk show about on BET, I saw years back called Motivation, you know, and you got, yes, yes. and that's, and that's how they were, um, I forgot that guy's name, um, Les Brown, he was talking about that, about motivation, and, and this one guy said, you know, that's the reason why people don't, don't get involved, don't speak, because they're afraid and what's to come, because to me, when I'm starting to do my thing, you know, I'm just doing my thing. I mean, you guys want to help me or su- support me or back me, and I that or not, then I say, you know what, I'm going to do it so I can get up there. If I can't do it, if I can't have anyone to help me out, I'm going to do it all by myself. And, and just Definitely, hope you guys Walt. know. Because I'm telling you, you know, yeah. if you keep talking about it and thinking about it, and you're not going to get there, thing you got to go out and do. That's why I told people, like, when I became a member of the NAACP, you know, and and talk about bringing my stuff, bringing my my businesses to life. I say, you know, I'm just that's, that's my right, girl, Chow. Because brother Walter Perry Lee is, is going to get up there, <laughs> and I'm going to be on that mountain top no matter what. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Walt, definitely thank you for the call. We're going to take some more calls. Uh, we really okay. appreciate um, you before... every time you call in. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, before you take another call, I want to say something to Clarissa. You can go ahead and finish up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, Walt, uh, definitely thank you for calling in, sir. Uh, always a pleasure. Let's take you out with a yes, yes. Yes, yes. And how. Yeah. All right. Uh, actually, we're going to bring back Press True Diva uh, after, after the next caller. But Adrian Charleston, definitely say what you have to say. Oh, did I mute my mic? Whose mic did I mute? Hello? Uh-oh. Thank Adrian you. You Charles. muted mine. 
Yeah, I, I, I did. I apologize. Uh, this has been. They, is this Groundhog? When your mic is muted. Yeah, it says <laughs> mute and muted. I'm like, what? Oh man, yeah, this is uh, this is Groundhog's Day. I apologize. Oh, my. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we're going to have a long discussion later. And, um, Clarissa, what I wanted to say is, like, when John Huey called, and I didn't get a chance to say anything because him and Jay got on their little debate, um, keep doing what you're doing. Once you involve politics in what you're doing, it becomes regulated. You can't do what you want to do, just as Barbara was saying when you were working with um, teaching and stuff and how you're uh-huh. kind of regulated and now you're free. Do do mm-hmm. you do exactly what you're doing. Because <laughs> okay. it's working. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Once you, them politicians, once you involve somebody like that, they're going to want to regulate you. They're going to want to be attached to what you're doing. They're going to want some money. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just be honest. So your donations, you know. be real careful who you pick donations from. And that's me telling you as a business. A lot of things that say black owned businesses, woman owned business, and all that mess is a cliche for making you a slave. So you need to be real careful about those type things, too. Read up on them. Don't let them push you into it because, again, it comes with implications. I learned it out from working for the government. It comes with implications. Mm -hmm. You don't, just because they don't charge you taxes for the time you work for them, you will suffer later. So, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. best if you can find the income like we're doing, everybody trying to donate to you and the other resources Mm -hmm. you got. Keep it that way. But above all, if you believe in God, let him take care of it. So far, you've been doing mm-hmm. time from what I saw. So, I mean, leave it leave mm-hmm. it that way. I mean, you don't you, you want to keep it separate from government. Because, again, mm-hmm. like you said, and I already told you, you already doing what you were already doing. You're just doing it without anybody standing in your way. That's how young ladies like the, the young lady that called in can succeed. Because whatever barrier she had, you know, if you'd been underneath a school system, she'd be blocked. Because it would mm-hmm. give, uh-huh. give you that time and outlet to devote to helping her better herself. But as you That's right, girl. Child. There's nobody to regulate you, nobody to stand in your way, and these young ladies can get the help that they need. Because that's what a lot of them is lacking. They can't because people's hands are tied. You don't, you don't have that restraint or barrier on you. I don't care how good the money looks. It's better that you can one-on-one with these girls without a bunch of statistics and criteria sitting on your head than to have to deal with all that. I mean, because they'll make the money look good to you in the grants and loans and whatever have you. But look at your output and what they're asking you right. to do. Because for some reason, where, where us black businesses are concerned, because they try to get me to get a, a grant, where we're concerned, they want to keep us tied down because they do realize if we move on our own, we'll, we'll end up getting closer to where they don't want us, and that's wealthy. They uh-huh. don't want us that way. I don't mean the ones that have made it wealthy because they got they got things on them. I'm talking about ones like me and yourself that we just have our past that we've already dealt with, so you can't really come at us with nothing else. And we're, we're just raw talent out there for to help these kids. Or for me, doing what I do, even outside of what you guys do, my business is practically versatile because I do it all. And, you know, I don't want that restraint on me. You don't need it on you either. So, you yeah. know, you do it the way you've been doing it. I mean, but if things come along and make it help, accelerate help for these young ladies, read up on it. Don't, don't agree to nothing without you getting the full ins and outs. That's very important because, I mean, I, I, from what I've seen of you, the, the end game is for you to reach and teach and assist as many of them as you can. 
And that's what yeah. we need. Those, those babies are your first and foremost. Where they are your babies. Say so you don't have no children. Yes, you do. The community of girls. Again, the community of girls you take care of and, and mentor. What's that? That's raising a child. It's still raising mm-hmm. a child, even without it being your home. So you're still doing both things without actually doing them. It's amazing how God <laughs> do stuff like that. You're still doing it without <laughs> actually doing it. You're just doing it on your own time, in your own skin, and you're comfortable with doing it. You're, you're, you're comfortable. See, just like in the interview, once we started talking about the things that you're comfortable with, which is that business, which is yourself, that organization, that, that comfort zone, you can't stop that because it'll, it'll help you flow more faster, you know, and move into what you want to do for those babies. And, I mean, and that's what, you know, they need. It's unfortunate to say that where they come from, they can't get it. But even you know from it, that's the good thing about having that background. It, it helps you already be a part of what's going on. And nothing to say about those who have never had that hardship, but you give a little bit differently. You're not as passionate as somebody who's been through. You have a passion to do, but not as passionate because you've already been through it. So you know how you don't want somebody else to turn out or, you know, you don't want them to fall in what you've seen in society, those cracks. That they seem to be glorified. That's another thing. Have you seen those shows that they have, the reality shows on TV about being pregnant at 16 and living on your own or not following, I think it was a new show called Not Following Mother's Rules or some crap like that? Because one of the kids was telling me about it. Um, Their mom, I cleaned their house. They were telling me about this new show called Not Following Mom's Rules. Uh, the one that's 16 and pregnant is out there now already. What do you feel about those shows that they've come out with glorifying hard-headedness and, and the things that we're trying to keep these young girls from falling into, people profiting from it? What do you feel about those shows? Is this a rerun? <laughs> yeah, um, I feel that it kind of conflicts with what, you know, I'm trying to teach them mm-hmm. um, what not to do. Um, yeah, it just causes a conflict. Um, and, you know, a lot of times they'll try to emulate what they see on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I, just, so. I was wondering how you felt about them because they, they're getting, they're adding more and more of them seem like every day, you know, and, and nothing about being pregnant is funny. Nothing about it is cute. Nothing about raising a child, especially on your own. And I'm seeing some of these baby daddies up here don't even know about their own body parts. None of that is sexy. But, you know, they they sit there and they they glorify that. And you got these kids watching that as if that's a lifestyle you want to portray, what you fail to realize. Now, wait a minute, girl. That's a responsibility. You you can't go out there and play with your friends. You can't go out there and go to the club. You can't cut up. You got somebody at home you got to feed, take care of, nurture. Yeah. And that's, you know, something that they don't teach on these shows. So I know it's got to make yeah. it hard on you with what you do. And, I mean, it's, it's just like a backlash to you guys trying to oh, oh. get them in the right direction because they do make money off those shows. But still, I mean, the people in the shows make money. But that that's not something you want to – Make a career out of though. Uh-huh. Oh yes. 
Now, now, um, now, actually, before we bring on Press True Diva, uh, and Barbara, you said a lot of great things, too. We're going to re- revisit a lot of this uh, on upcoming shows as well. Uh, if you're screaming from your phone, all you got to do is give us a call at 516-387-1219 and press 1. We'll bring you on. If you're screaming from your phone, all you got to do is press 1. We'll bring you on, and uh, we can talk about this. We have Clarissa Byers from Renewed Inspiration. You can go to renewedinspiration.org and find out all about our organization here to uh, help teenage, at-risk teenage girls and, uh, and help them. Uh, we heard a wonderful testimonial, or well, actually two wonderful testimonials uh, earlier. Uh, if you're calling in, if you want to you know, sing your praises to Clarissa Byers, definitely do that. Press 1, let us know. And um, also, we want to bring on Press True Diva back, or well, actually Miss Knowles. Press True Diva. Uh-oh. Uh, Ms. No- Ms. Knowles, you there? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, well, I have your mic open. Hello? Oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to leave your mic open just in, just, just in, uh, just in case uh, you, you pop on through. Because uh, I definitely want you to, uh, you know, talk more about this. Uh, even, even if you're not able to uh, come out to the, the, this, the event this weekend on Saturday, uh, I really think that the two of you should hook up. You know, Press True Diva, uh, uh, Clarissa Byers. I'm, you know, I'm a post. I'm a tag y'all in a post in Blacktopia. I like people to see the networking. You guys definitely have to link up. You know, you're in the same area. You know, and uh, we can get some things going. Uh, you know, she helps teenage girls. You help teenage girls. Boom! You guys can combine your resources and your talents and your connections, and then make things happen. Even you know, make it spread. You know, when you guys could continue to have your you know your organizations. You know, you know, it's just that uh you know the two of y'all could you know could team up and make some things happen. You know, just like with just like with Chanel Catchmore of Catch More Kids. You know, definitely shout out to Catch More Kids. Uh, you know, every, I mean, all of us, we, you know, we're in the same area. You know, we can make some, you know, make some things happen. And also, Clarissa Byers, I want to thank you for teaming up with Blacktopia too. I appreciate you. You know, I appreciate working with you. Um, and 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 hopefully we'll be doing a lot more in the future too. Yes, and thank you for allowing me um, the opportunity um, to expose renewed inspiration. Oh yes, oh yes. There'll be a lot more, you know, like this coming up. And uh and for all the business owners, all the uh people that have services, products, all of that, if you want to advertise with Blacktopia or the Women of Power, definitely do that. Get in touch with me and uh fifty percent of the proceeds will go straight to renewed inspiration. Definitely. You know, we we're definitely gonna do this. Plus I'm actually I'm gonna be out there this weekend really helping out uh Clarissa, you know, if you you can put me to work too. I mean, if you want me to move some stuff, uh you want me to uh, <laughs> if you want me to uh, uh put some chairs back, clean up some, I'll do it. You know, I I mean, you know, if you want me to pass out some candy or something for the kids, that, I mean, don't just look at me, oh, that's Jay from Blacktopia. I mean, I'll I'll get my hands dirty. You know, I I'll, I'll help you, you know. Okay. Definitely don't hesitate. That. You know. Oh yeah, no problem. I'll set up some tables, whatever you need me to do. Let me know. Um, now callers, uh, for the caller that just hung up, you want to get back in there, definitely do that. Um, we're actually getting near the the fog hour, so, uh, speak now or forever hold your peace, because we're going to be wrapping the show up. Um, 
Barbara, there's some some other questions you had too. Uh, you definitely get those in. You mean about uh, her in uh, renewed inspiration? Yeah, you had a well, few more, right? Or did you already you got you got those uh, other questions out? Yeah, we got we the, got the last... most of them. Yeah, we we got we got most of them. Do you guys do any like um, seminars? Clarissa, for the kids, I mean, aside from when they come to, where is it that they actually meet with you for the organization? Do you have a building already? Because I know you were saying you were trying to get another building. I thought that's what I heard you say. Do you have a yeah, building um, that the kids meet at? Yes. Um, I have a suite off of um, W.T. Harris Boulevard um, that we meet um, in the conference room there. Bi-weekly, we have group discussions. Um, or if we don't have group discussions, um, I have something called cultural excursions, um, getting them outside of their elements, um, getting them exposed to um, different environments, um, things, artistic, educational um, things. So, um, so yeah, I have bi-weekly discussions, and if any of you ever want to come in and, you know, speak to them, um, I usually have, you know, some people come in and do seminars, speak on different topics, or um, just try to inspire them, women that are, you know, have their own businesses. Uh, yeah, I'm going to travel. I'm going to come to North Carolina for the a whole lot of y'all with these these businesses and stuff, but I just got a thing about planes. I mean, if I could find a greyhound that could get me there quickly, yeah. <laughs> or if I felt like driving there or get daddy to drive, yes. I'm, I'm going to have to start making that, that commitment. I'm going to have to come out there and see, yes, yes. you know, hands-on, see hands-on what's going on with y'all in these organizations because, um, yeah, they are needed. Do you ever meet with them after school or... The weekend, I mean, how you said it's bi-weekly, but how how is yeah. it? Is it after school, did they come see you? Um, well, the group um, counseling is every other Saturday. Um, but okay. And then also, well, on Mondays, I have something called Inspiration Monday, um, where right. they can call in on a conference line, and we kind of, um, I'll give them a quote, and I'll create an acronym that a line can mm-hmm. kind of remember. Um so I kind of meet with them on Monday, and some of them I meet, you know, during the week if they need um, assistance going somewhere or, you know, getting to school. I help out. So. Okay. And this is confidential, right? I mean, it's, it's not open discussion. Most of what you say to these young girls is confidential, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I know you didn't see anything. Somebody um, just inboxed me and asked, do you have a confidentiality clause? For the children, that's why I was saying is is the, is the conversations that you had with them kept, you know, confidential among you and the group. It's almost like meeting with a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Yeah, so I was just, everything just is kept. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um well definitely um definitely thank you for uh for 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 uh being here with us, Clarissa Byers. It was it was great. 
you know, about to wrap the show up. Uh, Barbara, the country cleaning lady, is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, I want to say keep it going because that's what these young girls need. Keep the fire going. Save as many of them as you can. I mean, it's never going to be easy because you're always going to be fighting that condition. Sad to say the condition is your own black color, but that's all right. You will prevail. You stay on the course. I'm going to have to keep watching. Oh, yeah. Please be free me. I'm going to have to come and keep my eye on you because I know some clients that like to do their little philanthropist work. So I'm going to try to throw some folk your way. But, yeah, even if they just, you know, get some money, they need to start doing something for the black community. Well, thank you so much for the encouragement. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And Bar- Barbara, definitely you got to come down here. There's a lot of great stuff. Yes, you know, um, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to drag daddy with me because I ain't coming by myself. I'm scared. I'm looking at Corona lines let- and ain't right. <laughs> let me let me know. We gotta we gotta do some live testimonials. I mean, t- testify. I know, right? Oh, sorry. That's all yeah. Right. Got... Oh yes. Welcome to the country live. All right, mm-hmm. Adrian Charleston. Is there anything you want? Yes. To... Yes. Thank you, Clarissa, for uh, everything that you're doing. Thank you for being the guest, and I want to thank all the callers and everybody who called in and everybody listening. Just um, you know, donate, do what you can. Um, and remember, you know, combat hate with a lot of love. That's so. right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Clarissa Byers, is there any, any last-minute things you'd like to say? Um, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to be on the show, um, giving me this platform to express and and convey my passion. And I hope to do business with you in the future. Definitely, definitely. Also, plug the event one more time. Okay, um, this Saturday um, at 2921 Reed Avenue, I'll be having a back-to-school event. Um, Come out, we'll be giving out school supplies, book bags. We'll have free food, um, entertainment, and we'll have prize giveaways as well. 11 to 2. Def, definitely, definitely. And also Blacktopia will be in the building, too, to help out and to get some media coverage. All right. Well, so, you got uh, my address. Airmail me some chicken because they say y'all chicken good down there in North Carolina. <laughs> you got my address, Jay. <laughs> airmail me some chicken. Wrap it up real good in some aluminum foil and plastic. And airmail me about five pieces of chicken and some of those um fries y'all do down there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, that's our show. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Birdman, he just popped in. Is there anything you want to say, right quick? We all, we all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. We ain't got no more talking. Good night. Night, y'all. Good night. <laughs> Good night.